resistance to new things is very natural. Inertia is the tendency to resist change and stay in your current state of motion. So one of the ways that we have to overcome inertia or resistance to change is to overload effort on the front end until you get some momentum moving in the new direction that you want to go. Is that why it feels cheesy? It does. Because you're overloading. Yeah. So you have to overload communication as you work together to increase your physical intimacy. And that's how you can begin to create momentum and move past, push past the inertia. Welcome to the Art Espousing Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time to listen today. We're really excited about the content we want to share with you today. We believe it's going to be helpful to your marriage practice for sure. Yeah, if you're new to the show, we want you to know that the reason we do this podcast is because we really believe that every marriage can move from the mundane to masterpiece level. But we know personally that the work of art doesn't just appear. It requires intent and practice to be crafted and shaped. So our goal with every episode is to give you tools to practice that will help your relationship not just survive, but also thrive. I am so excited about today's topic because believe it or not, this is an area we have had to grow in and still have to be mindful of developing. I feel like I need to explain. So neither of us, James, have the primary love language of physical touch, right? which really feels weird because we have such an intentional marriage deeply in love with each other. We love preferring one another. And you would think this would be an obvious byproduct, but it actually isn't. That's right. However, we know that it's still a very important part of our relationship and a part of every marriage relationship. So I remember the first time I learned about this idea of physical touch being important in marriage when I was reading a parenting book Right. when our kids were little. And it talked about that it's so important for your children to see you being physically together, like touching, holding hands, kissing, that kind of stuff, cuddling. And it made me evaluate. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we don't do this. So I remember literally you came through the door (laughs) that day from work and I'm like, hurry, James, really like, like clinical, urgent, get over here, sit on the couch and let's hold hands so the kids can see that we love each other. (laughs) And so... It was it was just a, it was a little awkward, but I know how important it is. Yeah, we had definitely had some learning to do and we've grown in this area. And today's episode is coming from a really true place of investigating, learning and applying new practices to level up our physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. But before we get to the content today, as always, we want to make sure that you know about something that's really important to us. It's called a marriage reboot retreat. Are you looking for that one thing that will be the game changer for your marriage? We believe that all of us desire a marriage marked by deep connection, abundance, unity, and passion. But at times, it can feel like our relationship is stuck in the routine of the mundane. Intimacy can get crowded out by the pace and demands of everyday life. It's not uncommon to feel trapped by one's circumstances. Can you relate? If you want a greater connection with your spouse, if you are tired of feeling stuck in the same old, same old, if you desire to feel the thrill of fun and discovery again, like you did when you first met, we can help. We support couples to reconnect, recharge, and re-engage to pursue their life purpose together. We offer the Marriage Reboot Retreat by Married for a Purpose. This is a private, two-day intensive experience for you and your spouse to work exclusively with Lisa and I for two consecutive full days to identify where you've been, define where you currently are, and discover where you want to go together. 
The Reboot Retreat is designed for a wide variety of marriages. Whether you're in crisis, a struggling marriage who needs a unified vision, or you just want to go from good to great or maybe somewhere in between. If you would like to find out more about the Marriage Reboot Retreat, you can set up a discovery call with myself and James and we can tell you all about it. The link is in the show notes or you can direct message us on Instagram or Facebook at Artispousing and we will send you a link to schedule a discovery call. Well, I feel like we should be like holding hands or like sitting close, cuddling. We're or something. not. We're nowhere near each other. <laughs> so, because we're jumping into this conversation today, we're talking about physical intimacy, which is an important part of any marriage relationship. Often people hear about physical intimacy and directly our minds go to sex. Correct. So, I think it's important that we get on the same page of how we define physical intimacy. So, what we would say is that physical intimacy is loving and tender non-sexual touch. And here's an important distinction between physical and sexual intimacy. Physical intimacy can happen without sex, but sexual intimacy cannot happen without physical touch. You can often see how important physical intimacy is by watching the impact Mm -hmm. when it's not present in the marriage. You know, studies show that the lack of physical touch can lead to increased stress, anxiety, and depression. So without physical touch, couples can sometimes find themselves disconnected and not really understanding where the disconnection is coming from. You know, lack of touch is known to cause increased irritability and frustration. It's true. And let's be true. Who needs that in marriage? (laughs) We already have enough to contend with and keep our marriage strong, right? Right. So like us, physical touch may not come naturally to you. But even if it is natural, if it's your love language, when under distress, couples often can get out of the practice of touching each other and it can become a really bad habit. Right. So to level up the physical intimacy and touch in your marriage, we want to share three simple practices that you can do to help rekindle the flame and keep the fire burning. Okay. Okay. Let's get started. The first practice to increase physical intimacy in your marriage is to talk about it. Yeah. It may seem awkward at first, like my clinical approach to you, James. <laughs> It was awkward, but my heart was really wanting to get it right. And maybe even for the wrong reasons, but it served us well. I mean, I needed to be touching you, not to just show our kids I loved it. I needed to be touching you to show you I loved you. Communicating your feelings and needs can help you strengthen your bond and connection. Start talking about why physical intimacy is important to each of you. Try to focus on being open and honest and receiving open and honest communication and understanding. You don't have to jump right to the deep end. You can start by just discussing little things like, oh, I'd love for us to hold hands more or gentle hugs throughout the day would be great. And just acknowledge the things that both of you enjoy and be sure to express appreciation for the effort your partner puts in. It'd be like, whatever you do to show that, go, thank you so much for doing that. so good. So listen carefully to your partner's responses. So you're going to ask, what does physical touch mean to you and what kind of things do you like? Then you're going to listen carefully to your partner's responses, actively listening for one way you can act on what you hear. James, I think it may be cool if we just modeled this conversation because again, having these conversations can feel awkward. You're like, how do I have this conversation? So we set it up and we say, hey, I want to talk about leveling up our physical touch. Okay. So James, I think we should ask each other and respond to what is it that physical touch means to us right? and what are some ways that you like to be physically touched? So I'm going to go first. Okay. So James, I like and appreciate physical touch because I feel like I'm seen by you. I appreciate the gentle touches because it says I care for you in a tender way Mm -hmm. and that I'm cherished. That's good. So some things I like are like 
when you open the car door for me and then maybe you just touch my lower part of my back. It just is like, and that feels intimate. It feels, but Mm -hmm. it's not sexual. I do appreciate like in the kitchen when you come and you maybe touch me, but I'm not real appreciative of groping. Okay. (laughs) That feels a little, it just is uncomfortable for me. But even in that, I know you're trying to communicate. I see you, Lisa. You're cute. Mm -hmm. So those are some things I think. Okay. So what I would hear from that, and I would want to act on that later, Mm -hmm. is just knowing that you like gentle touches that are non-sexual. And when I grope you, it feels like maybe I want something more than just to show you I love you, right? Yeah. So I want to make sure that I'm intentional of just touching your back and touching your shoulders or holding your hand. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So you go. Yeah. I think physical touch from you is really important to me because it, it gives me security that you love me and respect me and that I'm important to you. So simple things like sitting on the couch and you putting your leg over my leg or in the car and you hold my hand, those things mean a lot to me because it, it shows me that I'm important to you and that you value me. I love it. So what I take from that is that I would actually look to be, sometimes I actually do sit on the other end of the couch. So I'm probably always going to sit or I'm going to be mindful to sit close to you on the couch and throw my leg over you or put my hand on your thigh. Yeah, whatever that is, I'm going to look. Until we get too hot, then you can go to the other (laughs) side of the couch. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Hopefully we modeled that well for you that it's it's just that simple and it's that conversational, open to hearing. Yep. Even like when I gave that about groping, you didn't go, well, brr. right. You know, it's a conversation that you receive the input. Great. But is there a time for groping? There could be a time okay, for groping, <laughs> just not in the kitchen. Yeah. So you say there's a chance. <laughs> By talking about physical intimacy, you can actually learn about each other's preferences and boundaries, just like it was. It's also important to remember that physical intimacy does not always lead to sexual intimacy. Sometimes it does. As long as you both are comfortable experimenting with different forms of touch, we want to encourage you to do that because we know that it'll bring you closer together. Yeah. So bonus tip for this Art Espousing podcast right now, starting any new practice at times will feel really awkward. It's not natural to your relationship. So sharing emotions maybe isn't natural or praying together, trading bad habits of communication for new habits that make you feel encouraged and that you're actually honoring one another can feel cheesy. Have some advice. Okay, what is it? Get over yourself and grow yourself. Get over yourself and grow yourself. I like that. Yeah. You know, is that why it feels cheesy? It does. Because you're overloading. Yeah. So you have to overload communication as you work together to increase your physical intimacy. And that's how you can begin to create momentum and move it. past, push past the inertia. Okay. So the second practice is to make time for physical intimacy. Mm. You know, in the pace of life, you and your spouse have to make concerted effort to make time and space for physical intimacy in your marriage. It's not just going to happen. One way to make time for it is to plan for specific touches that are scattered throughout your daily routine. So together make some decisions about how you will daily make small yet thoughtful touches. So here are a few things that we do. Every morning, we'll kiss each other and hug each other Mm -hmm. before we leave for the day. That's one touch. Even if we have to walk all the way back across the house, we're like, we're really in a rush. We still make an effort. We do. When we're walking from the car in and out of a location, maybe to the store or to a restaurant or anything, we tend to try to hold hands to Mm -hmm. and from the car. That's another intentional way of just making space in the day for it. 
And then we always kiss each other goodnight before we go to bed. Even if it's just, you know, we're both laying on different sides of bed, we always lean over and, and make sure we kiss each other, tap each other on the thigh and tell each other we love each other. And again, it's just a small physical expression, but it goes a long way. I just thought of a great tip that we did several years ago to grow in this. It just came to me. So that? hot off the presses. Are you ready for it, Duval? I'm ready. So do you remember that we kind of got flat with our kisses? We were doing like little peck kisses. Uh-huh. And we actually said, we are going to have a passionate kiss one time a day. That's right. One time a day, we're going to have a passionate kiss yep. that doesn't necessarily lead anywhere, but it's just, it's it's an intentional thing. I think we need to instill that. I think we've gotten away from one passionate okay, kiss we'll a day. we'll start right after we're done recording this. How's <laughs> okay. that sound? Okay. You know, the other thing I thought about too, is you're saying that one of the things that we do is when we hold hands, the first mm-hmm. time we hold hands is we, we always squeeze each other's hands three times, which says, I love you. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's a physical expression that's been part of our rhythm of whenever we touch each other, we're like, or tap each other three mm-hmm. times on the leg or whatever, just we to say, do do that. I love you. Yeah. We're so cute. Yeah. Do you have any other yeah. daily touches that are intentional? Yeah. So since we work together, I have the privilege of seeing you throughout the day. So if I do, I'll, I may be like brush my hand across your back. Mm-hmm. Or I'll grab your hand just for a quick three squeezes to say, I love you. If we haven't seen each other for a full day or like I'm here and you come in and it's been all day, I typically try to always, I don't know if I always do it, but get up, meet you at the door with a greeting, a hug, a kiss, just to say, I'm so glad you're home. Right. Um, I love that. I I do have annoying ways that I try to express love to others. Yes, you do. I do. And it really, I just want to say for you and anyone in my life that I do, this to, it really is a form of love. Well, I don't think you do some of the things you do to me to other people. I don't. I don't. But one of the things I do for physical touch, which is really fun for me, is that when I get in bed first, we have a king size bed, which we thought we would never be in a king size bed because we always love sleeping close together. But we do. Anyway, if I get in the bed first, I move all the way over to your side of the bed. That's right. You give me about six inches to And when you say six inches to sleep in, we're not actually lying. I'm not giving you no space. And I'm always like, lease, move over. That's exactly what you say. Lease, lease. That's your term of endearment. But then to which I respond with no movement or nothing. And so you do get in bed, but we do touch. Yeah, we do. (laughs) We do. We really do. It's forced physical touch for sure. (laughs) That's right. So I do like to show annoying love in ways and physical touch with you. Thank you for... A few other ideas you can think about implementing into your physical intimacy is simply just taking a walk together and holding hands. Maybe in the evening when you get home from work or whatever, taking a relaxing bath together, Mm -hmm. you know, just sitting in the bathtub. We have a hot tub now. And so many nights we'll get in the hot tub together and just be in the hot tub every once in a while. My foot will touch your foot, even though you don't like that. But, you know, there's physical touch that happens in the hot tub. And uh, like I said, one of my favorite things is when we snuggle up close each other on the couch or holding hands in the car. So those are all just ways that just to think about anytime you're together, how can Mm -hmm. you physically touch each other? Yeah, because sometimes our days are full and we're kind of emotionally tapped out with things that we're involved in. We may not have lots of minutes, but just sitting in in the hot tub, shoulder to shoulder, being together is a form of physical touch, even if that is all the energy we have to do is to do that. So taking just a few minutes to be physically intimate with your spouse can help build connection and closeness in your relationship. Another way to make time for physical intimacy is to make your date night or special times away highly intentional with touch. So don't underestimate a date day either because you can do some fun adventure things during the day like snorkeling or canoeing or wherever you live that there's some outdoor stuff that is is physical that you're going to touch each other. 
holding hands in the water, brushing up against each other's shoulders, helping your spouse or your wife in and out of a canoe or a kayak, whatever it is, those hand touches, all that stuff and your date nights or your date days are important to creating physical intimacy. Yeah. Even in these dating moments, this is where I love becoming playful, like maybe jumping on your back in the water. Um, I wouldn't probably do that on the land because I may take you down. (laughs) Have to go see the chiropractor. (laughs) Or giving you a gentle push that you fall into the water. Those are ways that I like to touch. You know, as I'm saying this, babe, I realize I have a problem and I'm going to try to be better, but more than likely it's not going to happen. Yeah. Our our listeners must think that, you know, we're nuts. So yeah, it's fun. You know, being intentional in special moments together provides something to look forward to and allowing you and your partner something to focus on that's outside the day-to-day task. I think those opportunities just give you something to inspire you to move forward to. So finally- Oh, and they create memories. Yeah, See, I was creating memories with all my fun stuff. That's true. It's important to remember that physical intimacy doesn't always have to involve sex. Taking the time to cuddle, hug, or kiss your partner can be just as powerful as having sex. So these small acts of physical affection can have a powerful impact on your relationship and are easy to fit into any schedule with a little bit of an effort and a little bit of intention. You can make time for physical intimacy in your marriage, and you're going to reap the benefits of being physically close with your spouse. Okay, so the third way we can level up our physical intimacy, our physical touching, is get creative. Yeah. So we're going to talk about it, we're going to make time for it, and we're going to get creative. It doesn't have to be all traditional forms like hugging, holding hands, kissing, although those are all very important. Obviously, they are because we just talked about them. But instead, think of different ways you can express love and physical closeness with your spouse. We've already given you some ideas, but we thought we'd give you a few other, maybe there'll be creative starters for you. Okay. Back rubs. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... These are great forms of physical touch, but there's some rules of engagement. Yeah, they're very Uh, tricky. They're tricky. So I would suggest in in making them a physical touch, not a sexual touch, I would suggest we define the location in the house where the back rub happens so that we actually know what it means. For example, if we're watching TV, I may say, hey, do you mind giving me a back rub? Or you may say, hey, Lisa, I'd love to give you a back rub. Right then that's a physical touch. If it's happening in the bedroom, it's sending a different signal. But they I think- mean something different, right? Yes. Yeah, so just define the intentions in your relationship with what a back rub. James, you don't even like back rubs. So I can't even trade for these. So, no, but nonetheless, can't. for us here in South Florida, going for a walk on the beach at the sunset is a very romantic, great way to hold hands and or just shoulder to shoulder. That's a great creative way to have physical touch. So If you're listening from another part of the world, what is nature for you that you can get out and do together? So we know a couple, Greg and Cindy, who don't live in South Florida, but they love sitting and watching sunsets. Enjoying nature can foster a sense of closeness and help reduce stress levels and definitely counts as physical touch. Right. Another creative idea that may help you start to think a little bit different is engage in new activities together. Try something new that's out of your comfort zone. It may be a dance class. There's a lot of touching involved in that. Rock climbing, painting class, any other activity that encourages physical contact in some way to help you stay connected. So take some time together, explore some creative ways to increase physical closeness with your spouse. Yeah, when you take the time to nurture your physical connection, you'll find that your relationship will become stronger and more fulfilling. So your homework this week is to have some conversation with your spouse about 
how you're doing in the area of physical intimacy. You want to get a plan for some times throughout the day when you will engage in intentional physical touch and then look for those fun and creative ways to get physical with one another. And here's why I want you to remember, physical intimacy does not always lead to sex, but there is a good chance as you increase physical intimacy, your sexual intimacy will increase as well. And that's just a plus. That's right. And I knew you were going to get there. Yeah. (laughs) We'd love to hear your thoughts and answer questions you have about what we shared. You can email us at hello at artofspousing.com or direct message us on Instagram at artofspousing to continue the conversation. Hey, we're so glad, friends, that you're listening today. If you found this episode helpful, please let your friends know by sharing it with them. You can also help other people know how to find the podcast by rating the podcast and leaving us a review. Next week, we have our marriage heroes, Don and Joy Bray, on the show. So they've been married 58 years, and they're going to share four choices that they've made in their marriage that created their marriage masterpiece. It's going to be awesome and you will not want to miss it. So we hope you'll join us then. Have a great week and we'll see you next time on the Art of Spousing podcast. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye.